Hi, welcome back to the Tennis Betting Podcast. Uh, we'll go through what has been another good day uh, and then move on to what is a slightly smaller card for tomorrow. Uh, we finished just shy of 8 units up, which was really good. Uh, mostly in part because our 3 big bets all won. All the 3 unit bets uh, were winners. So that was really nice. I mean, we also had seven out of 11 winners in total. So um, it was good all around really, especially since two out of four uh, misses were just one unit bets in Serendor and my truck. Um, it was a little bit up and down. Uh, I think Mackenzie McDonald had a little bit of first set scare, but after that looked much more comfortable. Won it in four. That's the one we really liked yesterday to get three units on him against um, the lucky loser at 1.73. That was really generous. Uh, Kovinic um, lost the first set, then then really got going and won quite comfortably. I think two and one in the other sets there. Great value at 2.94. I mean, if you got it later, she kept going up. She was three point something by the time that match started. So you might have gotten even more. That was a really nice value. Then we had Kvitova at 1.82, where I said to get that sort of value on Kvitova uh, against anyone is really generous. Uh, the only thing today was just quite rainy. Courts were heavy, so it was a little bit against her and, and how fast she would like to play. Um, but yeah, once she got past that first set, she looked in massively good control. Like that bat. Um, and if I managed to talk you out of Kreishikova yesterday, where I said she's, she could be a bit rusty and unknown, um, then that would be great, because that means you got 10 unit profit and you didn't take that. I, I had it on the I had her on the card, of course, so... Um, I mean, she was miles better than Perry. I mean, it, it wasn't even close. I think it was 6-1, 2 love. And then she ran out of steam. She hasn't played since February. And after just collapsing in the second set, she took a long, long bathroom break between sets. So she had a little bit of energy, raced up to 2 love, showed that she's so much better. And then again, hit the brick wall, as she said in, in, in her post-match conference. So... Obviously that that played in massively. Um, with any luck, you might have skipped that one. Heather Watson didn't look herself either. Um, but all in all, really good day. Actually, really good two days to start off the tournament. So we like that. Let's move to tomorrow. Where let's start with the women because uh, we just have one. Uh, I'm surprised there hasn't been more value there, but most of the value we had are just sitting on either some underdog value or the prices are just fairly accurate and sitting where they should. We can take one that is a close call. It's Camilla Georgi against Shang. Uh, she's one unit if she gets to 1.86. She's currently at 1.81. There could be movement there since it's so far away still the match. Uh, just depends on which way that line would move if it's up or down. But it should be enough movement if it moves the right way. Um, is there anything else there at the moment? Uh, I don't think so. So the only real 
pick we have on the women's side is Kaya Juvan. She's up against Selek Meteva. She's 1.34, two units, 85% confidence. Um, looked really good last week when she went to the final and she's had a couple of days of rest there. So uh, if she plays anything like that, she should comfortably be winning a match like this. So let's move up to the men's then. We'll start with uh, Rusevori against Ugo Umbay. 1.7 final Rusevori. 68% there, two units. Uh, clearly the better player. Has a good clay season. Umber in general been looking bleak the whole year. Uh, he will probably raise his level somewhat because it is home court. Um, and he will have the crowd with him. I just don't think it's going to be enough there. Even with that, he's just been too poor. Next match, we got Sosa against Singh. Uh, we got Singh there. Uh, 1.95. The uh, markets have this as a as a toss up, pretty much. We got saying it's a pretty clear favorite. Uh, we got two units there, 62%. I know Sosa's had a bit of a little bit of mini revival this year, come back and all that, but I think he might fall short here. Next match, um, another pretty much 50-50 match in the markets. Pablo Andujar, 2.0. Uh, we got two units on him against Cecinato, 63% confidence in that match. Um, I would put him at about 1.6 and not 2.0, so I think that's good value there. Quite experienced, likes the clay, obviously, also does Cecinato, but he is way better. Andujar is, um, I think he owes us a good performance here after failing us at the lower levels, where I think he's just not showed up motivated at all when he's playing challengers and we've seen him drop down there just for match play uh, next one is Lucas Puil against Sidney Kolar uh, 1.93 68% 16% 16% sorry 2 units on him 68% confidence um, that should be a pretty good good match there um, I have him as a clear favourite for sure I think and then I have as an even bigger favorite because he's got the home crowd there. So I think he should be beating Kolar uh, with fairly fair ease there, actually. Uh, then we move to today's three-unit value, actually, which is a bit of a scary one, I must say myself. Uh, it's Ricardo Sperankis, who actually delivered big time uh, a couple of weeks ago for us as he was playing himself into form. He's playing as Lasso Giro. Um we have a sixty-two percent no 61% confidence. Um and that that's just you know statistically based the way we get our value. Uh the market have Giro at one point twelve and Barankis at eight point six which is just outrageously off. Um but I must say the actual value on that price, the 8.6, is probably up there among the highest values I've ever seen in terms of a price being off. Um, Lasto Gere had been in, you know, he's won a couple of matches, but, you know, he won, he qualified into Rome. Uh, what did he do there? He ended up losing to Vavrinka, was rusty anyway. Um, pressed a little bit when he was really rusty coming back there in that Serbian tournament and that 
not sure what sort of gauge that is. Yeah, but even with those at 1.12, I mean this is sort of almost in the in the Djokovic uh, Nadal range of being a favorite <laughs> with 8.6 and so it makes no sense at all. Uh, so we're going three units on Barankis 8.6. Um, if you feel like it's a bit risky to go and you don't feel comfortable going three units on such an underdog at 8.6, then fully understandable probably. But we're sticking with it, and we think tomorrow is his day. Let's hope for that. Uh, next one is Daniel Medvedev. He is only sitting at 1.14, but that is still a unit value actually. He's got 96% confidence there. He's up against Bagnis. Um, here we're almost in the reverse land. Uh, obviously he's been out with an injury for a long time. Just played one match and lost last week. Um, but I was to inform Gasquet and I think you know he started to look better in that second set. Uh, in that match, it's more comfortable. And I think over best of five against Bagnis, he will find a way anyhow. Um, if you feel like 1.14 is not even worth your time for a value bet, then then fine, I buy that completely. But he is one unit value, that's 1.14, and that was it. That's going to conclude our matches. We have seven, so it's a little bit fewer than what we've had now for a couple of days. Uh, still all to play for. Uh, we only have one one unit bet, so we still have some uh, good action. Most of them are two units, and then obviously have Barankis, who could uh, really blow the lid off the day completely, or um, or drag us down like an anchor here with the three units, but plenty of other matches to make up for it either way. Uh, so, let's look forward to that. Let's hope for a uh, third really good day at the, the French Open in a row. Um, thanks for listening and good luck with those bets. Bye bye. I'll be back tomorrow.